Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hey, everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I, we get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. Hey, it's going to be your church and your turn up. So listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Watching Game Time Decisions. I am Gabriel Brentsy, and I'm on the grid, and so is the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart. And you know what? We're on the clock, old school. It actually is Game Time Decisions. It feels like it's been a little while since uh, we've had a program uh, like we're going to have uh, tonight. But we've got multiple sports events to break down that are going on this evening. So it actually is Game Time Decisions. LouGambleu.com is going to join us uh, pretty early, actually, in about 10 minutes' time. Because we got to get right down to business as far as UFC Fight Island uh, is concerned. They're doing it again uh, this evening. And you need a Russian dictionary. Um, you need a Quran. And um, <laughs> you need a compass to figure out uh, tonight's card. There's a lot of international fighters. Dudes making their UFC debuts and everything else in between. Lou Gamblu.com is going to join us. Mike Blewett's going to join us. And he better have some UFC picks uh, for us. Although I don't think he will. Mike Blewett's going to step up, and then we'll talk a little NFL uh, football. The Raging Redhead Cam Stewart's got his memorial golf picks. And, oh, yeah, uh, for one reason or another, they're putting 30,000 people um, into a uh, NASCAR stadium (laughs) this evening for a NASCAR all-star race. And just for the record, I looked it up, Cam, to see how's Tennessee doing anyways with COVID. Mm. Not well. Not well. Like, like, I don't think there's anywhere where you should put 30,000 people together let alone Tennessee right now. Like, I don't know what the hell these people are doing, uh, but whatever. Don't be surprised uh, when Tennessee volunteer football doesn't play. <laughs> Good point. Uh, excellent point, Gabe. But I'll tell you one thing. I don't know. Uh, fans, golf's doing it the right way. You can say what you want about the PGA Tour. They said, you know what? We were going to bring fans back. Screw it. We're not. We're not having fans till the end of the season, and that's the way to do it. They've had nobody had COVID since, right? They've had a sprinkle of guys. Other than that, nobody. But I'm saying, you know, NASCAR's been doing well, but I'm with you. That's premature and stupid. But anyway, as long as there's not many MLS games on the board tonight, I'm happy making bets on anything. What, you're happy to bet on anything but the MLS? You're doing better than I am. Yeah, you know, still, it doesn't, doesn't, doesn't mean I'm doing well. <laughs> like last night, I had the union. I took the under in both these games. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. That New York City team, these guys suck. Orlando suck. was dominating them. Oh, they're horrible. They're such tough. I can round guys. up. They're horrible. I can round up 11 rats outside of I the agree. board authority on 8th <laughs> Avenue, and they'll push the ball into the net eventually. The other team <laughs> would be scared. They'd all run away, and a rat would just sort of push the ball into the net. What a Those guys performance. Blow. They're terrible. They lost five games in a row now. They're terrible. They actually suck. So speaking of which, the Vancouver Whitecaps are in action tonight, too. We got MLS action. We got UFC action. We got NASCAR action. We're going to get into the golf. And uh, the Whitecaps, ooh, they're big, big. I think they're the biggest underdogs yet. They might be. It's like, listen, San Jose aren't that good, guys, right? Like, The thing with Vancouver is, They've had their games delayed so many times. They haven't played. <laughs> True. It's hard to believe. We're this far in, and they haven't played. All right, so we got a ton of UFC picks. We're going to get to the UFC picks. Uh, Derek Henry gets paid in the National Football League, and it's funny because just yesterday we were talking about Derek Henry and about how next year there's a very crowded uh, free agent running back uh, class and a lot of good backs. And, and they already stiff good backs as it is. I think Derrick Henry made a wise business decision, in my own personal opinion, Cam, 
taking the $50 million. He's getting 50 mil over four years. He got 25 million up front, guaranteed. So that's 25 mil right away. Not to mention, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Like salary yep. caps could be going down. Like, uh, put it this way. If somebody came to me right now and said, I want to give you 50 million, 500 million, 5 million, I'm saying yes. <laughs> yes. It's like, right. especially in today's day and age, it's like, yeah, yeah, give me the money now. I don't How even know if the world's going to exist a year from now. Give me the money. <laughs> like, exactly. Give me the money. Now. Game Time Decisions Radio begins. I am Arantzi. We've got a ton of stuff to get to, and it actually is Game Time Decisions. A lot of you um, have been listening to the program over the last uh, couple of months. If you're new uh, to the show, normally we give picks. Normally we break down games. That's why the name of the show is Game Time Decisions. It's been fight time decisions. It's been race time decisions. But we haven't had full out, you know, full out sports schedule. Although tonight we're getting pretty close, guys. So we got MLS soccer, we've got UFC fighting, we've got NASCAR All-Star Race, and uh, we got the Memorial in the morning. So we're going to be breaking it all down. And it's not that far off, actually, guys, until all the sports are going to be back in action. And I'm thinking it's actually going to be August 1st. The National Hockey League starts August 1st. The NBA starts on the 31st. Major League uh, Baseball will be about a week and a half uh, in. So... Basically, on August 1st, guys, there's going to be NBA, NHL, and Major League Baseball to bet on all in one day. It's as packed as Cam Stewart's fridge. What's going on, Cam? Yeah, it's a good fridge, Gabe. You're right. Uh, when I was on that heater, I did buy a lot of products. So uh, you can always get a nice co- icy cold can of Coke or Pepsi in my fridge. See, that's what I do. I buy both brands when I'm doing well. Oh, yeah, a case of that, a case of that. Lots of top-notch sodas. You've seen my fridge before. It's stacked. And I'll surprise you, Gabe. I got some golf picks a little bit later on, but we got events coming on with the, the NASCARs going off pretty early. The UFC's going off. And, yeah, so later tonight on your show at midnight as well, I'll give you some good top 20s. We got a lot of things to hit today. Uh, the Buffalo Bills and uh, New Era are uh, parting ways uh, right uh, now. As you're going to see more and more of this, and this is exactly why Derrick Henry took the money. Under Armour wants out of the UCLA deal. Just quite frankly, business is dead. They don't want to pay $280 million. They don't have $280 million suddenly. The economy has come to a standstill for the most part. So you're going to see more and more of these sponsorship deals start to fall apart. Mike Blewett's going to join us. Lou Gamblew in a couple of minutes going to get into the UFC. But the National Football League, there's a lot of players saying they don't think they're going to start the season. Some of them don't think they're going to play. Some of them think they're going to start the season, but they're going to start the season late. Um, and I've maintained all along, I think they're going to start the National Football League season in October. But let's not worry about that uh, right now. We've got to worry about Picking some winners. We're going to get into the cage. LouGamblu.com. Jordan's going to break down UFC fight night. Let's roll. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood, we bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. Sports Grid. Get on the grid.
You're watching Game Time Decisions. I'm the Raging Redhead Cam Stewart. Joining us uh, on the line, we'll see what's happening with Gabe, a little technical uh, issue there. Uh, we got our boy Gamblu. Gamblu will join us now to break down the card. An early one at there. Fight Island round two tonight, but we get going. Fights just after uh, 7 o'clock Eastern, so we're going to break things down very, very early and get uh, Gamblu on the card. We'll bring in Gamblu right now. Gamblu, what's happening, buddy? How you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. Cam, I appreciate you guys having some time for me. The, uh, the great thing about coming on today with a fight in a few minutes, in, in 50 minutes, is that I don't have to speculate about how guys are going to weigh in or what they're going to look like during the rest of the week. All our data, everything has been compiled for us, and now uh, there's really no excuses. And so I can lay out exactly my bets for the week, and, and hopefully we can win some money. Well, I'm glad you're here with us, uh, Lou, uh, because I got to tell you, man, you know what? You've got uh, this is for the hardcore fight fan, uh, this card sifting through the prelims. But I'm ready to fire away here. And thanks for uh, joining us. And as you stated, it's cool to be able to break it down right before uh, the fights. So let's jump in. We'll blast through each. Listen, if you don't have an opinion, Lou, don't worry about it. You don't have to give a pick uh, for every uh, fight. But we'll blast through the card. Jack Shore, monster favorite here, man. Matt, wow, minus 820. Jack Shore. Jack Shore. <laughs> yeah, against 25, Aaron Phillips. 25-year-old wow. kid Jack Shore submission specialist takes on Aaron Phillips, a kid that was in the UFC 2014, went 0-2, and since then he didn't uh, take a second job. He kept grinding and working and, and doing what he had to do to try and get a second chance to come back. For that reason, I think he's getting hugely overlooked. I know this kid Phillips is bringing his best effort tonight. Now, it may not be enough against this Jack Shore, but I'm taking, listen, we, we went 11 and 2 in favorites last week. I still managed to squeeze out a profit, which is great. Uh, I'm going to throw a few bombs today, and this kid Phillips is the first one. And I'm not saying a five unit bet, I'm saying half a unit, quarter of a unit at plus 600, at plus 500. You don't have to bet a lot to win a whole unit that you can invest later in the fights. Aaron Phillips plus, that, uh, plus 570. What do you think, Lou, about this fight going over one and a half rounds there? Because if you think Phillips has a shot, then you think he can hang with this guy. I absolutely do, and that's a correlated uh, comment. So the over is what? Just slightly uh, negative, like minus one, 120 to the that's over a one and price. a half? Yeah, it's a fair price. Uh, exactly. It, like yeah. It's uh, it's uh, over minus 122. My, that's such a fair number, minus 122 over one and a half rounds. Because as you yeah. stated, um, uh, Shore is looking for the submission, right? So Phillips knows this. Can you give? I think he can give us seven and a half minutes. Uh, I, I can tell you that I have well, small wagers on Phillips. I have small Phillips, but I'll wait until we get there to talk about it. All right, so let's keep it uh, let's keep it uh, rolling. LouGamblu.com kicking it with us uh, right now as UFC Fight Night rapidly approaches. Got a full night of sports uh, this evening. All right, this next fight is interesting. I've got people at both ends uh, talking in both years uh, here. For the record, Joey Odessa uh, and I were uh, were talking earlier in the day, or at least uh, via DMs, etc. And he told me that he's actually leaning. Uh, with um, uh, with Leanna uh, in this fight. Yet, it's funny how all it takes is for somebody to meet somebody. I know a, a cop, and he's working at an airport, and he told me that he met uh, Diana, uh, what's her name, Belbita? Belbita, and, yeah. You know, yeah, on the way there, and she was super nice. She's in great shape. She says she's ready for the fight. So he gives me, there's no way she's not winning uh, this fight because he met her. And I don't have the heart to tell him, listen, she might be a super cool chick and you met her at the airport, but it's no lock that she wins the fight just because you met her. So like, How many times have we met people at airports in Benoit? Yeah. If every guy I ever I met that. one fights, I'd be richer than trust me, all right? Exactly. Like, God, for every but, friend we knew who got his ass kicked, yes. So Lou, you're the deciding factor. Odessa says one side, a cop in an airport says another side. What are you saying, Lou? And there's some movement here. 
People are betting on Diana right now. I have absolutely no clue. Have I, I, I can't <laughs> tell you. I really, I can tell you this. Uh, uh, Belbita's from Russian Georgia. Joshua's from Romania. 13 countries represented on this card. How great is it handicapping people from various areas with different expertises in fighting? Uh, I can't love this any more than I do, but I have no opinion on this fight. I'm sorry. <laughs> Why the hell was Belbita in an airport in Toronto? That's what I want to know. Yeah, like, <laughs> that doesn't make just, any sense. Like, is that how she, like, I, I don't know. Like, I, weird times, yeah. man, whatever. World, world weird, weird times. I don't know. I'm telling you, I don't want to lay minus 205. I Listen, I wish her the best, but I'm not laying minus 205 because somebody met her. And I, I, it's, yeah. it's a tough fight. Like, I, I'm, I'm not betting every fight either. All right. Uh, this next one, I actually am betting. Uh, Cam's going to like this, uh, Nate. Uh, Chris Fishbowl. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Fishgold. Yeah, Fishgold. Amazing. You got to be <laughs> tough when your last name's Fishgold. Like, you, you know I you're agree. a tough dude. Like, growing up, like, Fishgold. Like, it's like, what? Hey, Shut Fishgold, up. Fishgold, I'm going to take yeah, your yeah, lunch money. Yeah, 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 hey, Fishgold, come here. <laughs> like, you know, Fishgold, like, that's why he's so tough. Uh, exactly. Jared Golden and Chris Fishgold. Any opinion wow. on this one, uh, Lou, with Gordon and Fishgold? Uh, listen, F Fishgold shows up 20 minutes into the weigh-ins, three pounds over the limit, uh, basically saying, up yours, I'm not even trying to make weight because I'd rather have advantage, even though it costs me 20 or 30% of my purse. I, I hate this aspect of the fights. It happened the last card with this Pavia kid who got, who, who yeah. it, it, that's another story. Um, but I lean to Gordon in this fight only because I'm polluted by Fishgold missing weight. Uh, if I had to, if I had a gun to my head, uh, I'd have to take the advantage and take Fishgold knowing he's cheating as an underdog. Yeah, it used to be in the old days, people would think, oh, you had a hard time making weight. It means it's bad. And it means he's, he's this, he's that, he's going to be weak. And as Lou stated, guys, there's no punishment. They don't care. They'll give yeah. up 10% of their purse to have a five, five, seven pound weight advantage. They're also mm -hmm. kicked back in the hotel eating whatever the hell they want while another dude's sweating it out in a sauna. It's unhonorable. There's only two things, and I've spoken to professional fighters about this for years. There's only two things that you have to do on your contract. Show up and make weight. Simple. Show up on time, make weight. If you don't, it's just disrespectful to the sport. It's disrespectful. And you see, they move the the... the they all oh, the fighters complain. Oh, you need to move the weigh-ins. Right, you move the weigh-ins, and you guys still do it. Doesn't matter. You can move the weigh-ins to three days before the fight, and they would do it. Like it doesn't matter. But um, I, I, I think uh, I think Gordon's going to win the fight. Uh, and listen. Hey everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you, because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down. And too many people fall victim to the picture-perfect image of the high life, so I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man. We, we gonna learn. And most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is gonna be your church, your turn up, and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're watching Sports Grid. Get on the grid. Guys, Cam through sports for news and betting update. You want the capping edge? Get on the grid. Lots of new moves from the NFL. The Cleveland Browns and defensive end Miles Garrett put pen to paper today, signing that five-year, $125 million deal. This now makes Garrett the highest-paid defender on a per-annual basis in the NFL. The number one overall pick in 2017 has 30 and a half sacks in three seasons in the league. The NFL's deadline for teams to extend franchise tags came and went. Most veterans will play under the one-year tender, but right at the buzzer, the Tennessee Titans and running back Derrick Henry finalizing a long-term deal. 
Henry's new contract reportedly four years and $50 million, 25.5 guaranteed in 31 regular season games since 2018. Henry has been a beast, 2,599 rushing yards, 28 touchdowns. He ranks second in both of those categories. But Henry, the only back with more than 500 carries the last two years to average over five yards a carry. Most notably, Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Cowboys, didn't sign a long-term deal. The Cowboys funnel offer between 33 and 35 million. Yannick Nagakwe of the Jags is the only player yet to sign his franchise tag. He remains intent on leaving Jacksonville. He says he'll play for anybody else on a one-year tender. Key players are going to hit free agency in 2021. A.J. Green. Hunter Henry, Shaq Barrett, Bud Dupree, Leonard Williams, and Anthony Harris. Houston Texans receiver Kenny Stills among 87 people facing felony charges after being arrested at a protest for Breonna Taylor in Louisville, Kentucky. Police took Stills into custody after he and other protesters marched to the home of Kentucky Attorney General Daniel Cameron to demand action against officers involved in Taylor's death. Stills was charged with disorderly conduct and criminal trespassing. He's going to be arraigned on Wednesday, sorry, Friday morning. In the NBA, Indiana Pacers star Victor Oladipo says there's now a strong chance he he will play in the NBA restart if his rehab continues to progress well. He's averaging just under 14 points and 3.2 boards in limited action this year. Baseball, Mets ace Jared DeGrom injuring his back. Not too serious, though. An MRI today, he's listed as day-to-day. Mets fans better hope it's not serious. Jack Flaherty, he will be the starting pitcher for the St. Louis Cardinals. They open up against the Pirates on July 24th. In hockey, Colorado defenseman Kale McCarr, Vancouver Blue Liner Quinn Hughes, Chicago forward Dominic Kulbik have been voted the three finalists for the Calder Trophy, given to the NHL's top rookie, the Jack Adams for top coach Bruce Cassidy of Boston, Phillies Alain Vigneault, and Jordan Chaturola of Columbus. The nominees, one game in the MLS tonight, San Jose taking on Vancouver. San Jose, the big favorite, minus 140. Vancouver, plus 310. The draw is 280. Total, 2.5, minus 128. Busy day in the EPL, and Arsenal beat Liverpool 2-1. The loss prevents Liverpool from setting the Premier League points record. Man City took out Bournemouth 2-1. Tottenham over Newcastle United. And in the Italian League, Juventus led Sassuolo 2-0, but they played to a 3-3 draw. I'm Cam Stewart, now back to host Gabe Morenzi with our guest, Gamblue. Game time decisions continues. I'm Morenzi. We're throwing it down uh, with Lou, Gamblue.com. UFC fight night rapidly approaching uh, right now. Jack Shore and Aaron Phillips will be first up, and we're going uh, to roll the dice. We're going to roll the dice uh, that this fight can go over one and a half rounds and try to get the party started uh, with a win. I went a little bigger, actually, on the on the prelims than I normally uh, do, especially considering we have so many unknown, unknown fighters fighting here uh, on this card. Inexperienced fighters, not very good fighters, unknown fighters, and, uh, and everything else in between. But you know what? We're here to gamble, right? So uh, let's uh, let's lay it down, as Rat stated. So let's uh, let's keep it rolling. All right, so Jack Shore, Aaron Phillips, we're going to go, we'll, we'll recap our picks, but just where we're at so far, Jack Shore, Aaron Phillips, uh, over one and a half, Diana Bobita is minus 205, she does have a major size advantage, I think she's going to win, I'm not really in love with laying minus 205 there, I'm taking Jared Gordon uh, to beat uh, Chris Fishgold. That I think that fight goes over the number, Bukakis, I think he wins. I think that fight goes over the number, which leads us into uh, Ramos and uh, Murphy. Lou, any opinion on Ramos and Murphy? Strong opinion. Murphy, in his debut, fights this Russian vice grip called Tahugov. Uh, Murphy's first round in the UFC was nervous. He, the, the Russian won, looked good. Next two rounds, Murphy won. Uh, they called it a tie. Murphy won the fight. In this fight, uh, he's five years older than the 24-year-old Brazilian, but in this case, the age helps him. He's more experienced. He's taller. He's longer. He's stronger, and he's in a great position. Uh, the 24-year-old Brazilian having to fly across the world for the first time ever, his only experience outside Brazil's to the United States. Uh, Murphy's a live dog, and he's a, he's a wager for me. All right, Lou's walking to poach yeah, with, like uh, with, with, with Murphy, plus uh, 142. All right, this next one, uh, John Phillips. Is this the guy they call the Mike, White Ty- Mike Tyson? <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure what I'm not sure what yeah, they call him. A little, a little bold, like you know, comparing to Mike Tyson. Is, but basically, that's very bold. That, White Mike Tyson. No, they're just Come basically stating that his fights are like he's a knockout artist. Cap, he's coming to knock your brick off here. 
Yeah. He's 22 and 9 in the UFC, and he's fighting a kid that's an up and comer. I'll give it to him, but he's a 170 pounder taking the fight at 185, and he's 6 and 0. This is a PhD in MMA fight. This is an, uh, the other Phillips. I'm going to take him for a small wager, and I like the over in this fight as well. Well, you, it's a big number, Lou. You're getting plus 330 right oh, now. Jeez. Yes, sir. 330. And that's why I'm taking Aaron Phillips and John Phillips. I'm going to take a small, similar wager, and if I split, I win, and I invest later. That's that. There's a plan here. And if you go 0-2, you forever hate the name Phillips for the rest of your yeah, life. Phillips. No, I, no, I go. I lose a half a unit, which is which is like this because I got I got artillery coming later, guys. There's a plan. After, nice after that, for Lou, it's Gillette for the rest of his life. Yeah, yeah, he's dead. Yeah, Phillips out the winner. Yeah. So listen, this Cosmot guy, great first name, Cosmot. Uh, Cosmot. Another submission uh, artist here, as you stated, Lou, with not as much experience, laying a pretty big number here at minus 420. I'm attracted uh, by the craziness of going with John Phillips uh, plus uh, 330. All right, here's a big number here between th this is two dudes that really are going to slug it. This one, I think it, um, this is going to be an under. I don't think it lasts very long, this fight. Between Abdul Razak uh, uh, Al-Hassan, and Munir Lazez. It's a big number here, Lou. You going to roll the dice with an underdog in this one? I'm looking at the under in the fight. I think the favorite's uh, going to knock him out, but I'm looking uh, at an under in the fight. I like where you're going. I, I know everybody's punch drunk on the favorite who's been off since 2018. He also wallows into the weigh-ins three pounds over. Uh, his head is... He's been through some emotional couple of years, and his head is questionable. He, this kid, Lize, is longer, taller. He's uh, from the area. If there was a crowd here tonight, uh, this kid would have the whole crowd. He's a local prospect. Uh, I, I, I can't. Uh, I'd like to think that Lize is is live, but I don't know enough about him to invest. And there's question marks with Al Hazan. Pass. All right. Um, yeah, when, when you say, too, he was actually he was accused and charged with rape, uh, but he was acquitted on all charges. So that that's why I didn't fight uh, for a few years. Acquitted on all charges. But, but, but emotional nonetheless. Yes. You could see how it ran yeah. him through the ringer and the poor kid. I feel for him, but he but he did have to deal with it. And um, and yeah, like you said, he hasn't fought in since 2018 uh, as well. So, yeah, we've got uh, Abdul Razak Al-Hassan. There's going to be fireworks in this fight. Uh, both Agreement. these guys are very, very, yeah, they're very aggressive fighters. They're both going to want to make a statement. And um, you got a local dude versus a guy with a chip on his shoulder. It's going to be a fun fight, uh, this one. All right. Molly McCann, for the record, Joey Odessa likes McCann uh, here against Talia Santos. I don't have a strong opinion. You got anything on this one, Luke? Yeah, I, re I released this at the with the people at the Las Vegas Review Journal last night when McCann was only minus one twenty or one twenty five. She's a little higher now, but I tell you that Santos is fifteen and one, and her loss is to the Italian Maria Barella, and Maria Barella doesn't belong in the UFC. So this is as much a fate of Santos as it is a bet from McCann. But McCann is a forward pressing, aggressive English brawler and. And uh, I think she yeah. earns a decision. And if you don't want to pay the high price on McCann, take McCann via decision. You'll get plus 120, plus 125. All her wins and all her fights have gone to decision. Yeah, there's another name that you know she's tough. Molly McCann. McCann. I wouldn't exactly. want to be the Meatball. brother Patty McCann. Yeah, yeah. Patty Meatball. McCann. Meatball. <laughs> Meatball McKay? That's great. She's a brawler. She's a, she's oh, a yeah, brawler. You said it. Some people you just tell by their name this. Yeah, I'm betting her just on the name alone, Gabe. It's bingo. All right. So <laughs> Cody Stamen versus uh, Jimmy Rivera. Wow. Uh, another close, very evenly matched fight, uh, this fight. This is a tough one, uh, Lou. What do you what do you make of this one? I wanted to pull the trigger on the over, but the odds makers have uh, you know, scared us away of that. So what do you make of uh, this fight with Rivera versus Cody Stamen? 
A lot of unknown here. Rivera uh, had a neck issue. He's been off a year, but he's taken his time to come back, takes this fight against Stamen, who just comes back after five weeks, which I don't like. And he comes back after five weeks against a capable fighter in Kelleher. But after his brother went, uh, was passed away, unexpectedly. And so he went through a huge emotional issue five weeks ago. I think he's compromised mentally taking this fight. The only way I could go would be to take Jimmy Rivera. Um, but I think I'll pass. I have enough wagers through the night that this one just was, was one I'll pass on. That's a very good point. As it came as um, his brother passed away, if you remember, yeah. and he got very emotional in the octagon after he won the fight. But Lou raised a very good point in that that was on adrenaline. You know what I mean? It happened. It was like, all right, no way in hell I lose this fight. And and now time has settled in. It'd be hard to keep that level of intensity up. And it would just be ultra too draining for anybody to keep be able to, you know, even to put that pressure on yourself. Well, I gotta do it again. I can't lose for him again. Right, like yeah. it's it's a different scenario he, now. It's a good call. Luke. And he steps and he steps way up in competition on top of it. Yeah, yeah, and it's a good point. Yeah, and he was fighting a dude before that fought like two weeks before that. Lou, remember? Yeah, <laughs> so like, it, it doesn't it doesn't work to turn around quick. You really want? I mean, everybody wants to be Cowboy Cerrone, but Cowboy Cerrone's had some terrible losses. So you, you want to be fresh, and I'm wondering if Stamen's that fresh. All right, so let's get into Tim Elliott, a real veteran of the sport, mm. a guy that sort of, you know, wins fights, climbs a ladder a little bit, gets knocked back down. You know, you talk about a guy that's, like, fought for everything that he's earned uh, in this company. I know. I know him. Him and, um, you know, out of Missouri, him and a couple of other dudes um, out of the same gym, real, real, just Grant sort of Dawson. Yeah, scrap, scrapping dudes and um, – you know, but not not overly skilled. Not overly skilled. I bet against him, Elliot, a couple of weeks ago, Lou. But listen, the money's coming in on him right now because it was minus one twenty five about an hour ago at FanDuel. I'm seeing minus one forty four uh, right now. This is a winnable fight uh, for the experience. Should be the difference uh, here. A lot of people think there's a sub uh, submission win coming here, Lou. What do you make of the Elliot fight? Elliot left St. Louis in Missouri, his hometown, and, and trained, and, and through his career, he's made colossal mental mistakes in fights that have cost him those fights that you alluded to. And uh, the fact is, for this training camp, he went back to St. Louis in Missouri and got back to his old home gym. He got a haircut. The kid looks different. I love the way he approaches this fight, and he's a wager for me, no doubt. I caught him at he's 125, but... He's still good at 145. Zach Cummings, that's the guy's name. Lou, it's still yes. my name, a guy that he trained with, Zach Cummings. He's got Zach on. And who's a, who's a good, solid a welterweight fighter. Zach Cummings is a good fighter. Yeah, they're lunch pail guys, right? Like the, yeah. They're, they're going to give you an honest like effort. Them. They're going to show up. Yeah, they're not like the, the best. I like but, the style. Yeah, yeah, he's a scrappy dude. He's tough. He's, yeah, yeah, I like yeah he's, he's a tough, mm -hmm. he's a tough dude, and he's in a must-win situation. And they're kind of giving him a fight that he can win. All right, hang in here, Lou, and then uh, we'll just get into the main event on the other side with Lou, and then we'll let Lou go so Lou can get his last-minute uh, bets in, like everybody else. Mm -hmm. Cam's going to be clicking <laughs> during this break right now. Click, 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 yes. and uh, we'll get our best bets up on the on the screen, and we'll share our best bets. Uh, we're rolling the dice uh, with a lot of totals here. Uh, I'm Tommy Total which always worked out well. <laughs> Not. Uh, game time decisions continues. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game time decision continues. I am Renzo. We've got a couple more minutes uh, with Lou from gamblue.com. Uh, we'll let Lou 
uh, get ready for UFC uh, fight night uh, tonight. Should be a fun card. A lot of very violent uh, fighters on the card. Should be a lot of quick finishes uh, this evening. At least I hope so early on because I bet a lot of, uh, I bet a few uh, under one and a half. So let's get into the main event, which actually should be a pretty exciting main event. Two very aggressive fighters, Lou. Um, right now, the number's coming down a little bit. I guess there's a little bit of underdog money coming in. What's your take on the main event uh, here? Yeah, I'm an underdog fan. I started the, the week um, a moderate underdog fan. As the week's worn on, I like the underdog more. Uh, I'm gonna bet a, I'm gonna bet a full unit on the on Ige. I'm also uh, gonna bet the over. I caught over two and a half minus 145. I see it as over two and a half in the 175, 185 range, depending on where you shop. And uh, I'm very strong on both. Those are my two best bets of the night on that same fight. Uh, I've seen some outfits have the total listed at three and a half. That's no good. It's, it's two and a half. I believe this fight goes deep. And I think Ige is getting a little bit overlooked. You know, it's interesting, Lou. You're so Lou. You're look, Cam. He's not playing around. Three this big underdogs. Got, he's got a kennel, and these are big, big dogs, not Chihuahuas. He's got Saint Bernards. Yeah, big pooches. I'm a big Let's fan just of hope they bite. Yeah. He's listen. He's been on quite a roll right now. I mean, we. I listen. I was on him. I took him against Barbosa. Did he win that fight against Barbosa? Is another question, Lou. So yeah. that, that's my deal. That was a pretty draining that's, fight. That's part of his price. That's part of his price. Everybody believes he, he didn't win that fight. Meanwhile, they're coronating Cater for knocking out Jeremy Stevens. It's a double whammy of recency that's creating value on Dan Ige, in my opinion. One thing, and I, and I maintain this, and I don't like stereotyping or generalizing anything, but I mean it in a complimenting way, but... You know, these Hawaiian dudes are just tough, man. You know what I mean? Like, they're, yeah, like, they're, they're tough. They're warriors. They're going to get, they're, they're not going to, you know what I mean, be beaten easily. And they're going to give you everything. And that's why I like the over as well, Lou. I was looking at the over, too. You're right. There's all kinds of different rounds out there uh, for this. And sometimes I'll get cocky and want to push it and say, oh, it'll go the distance when no one thinks so. But I don't know. Like, like you're saying, I think it gets into the third, maybe fourth round. There's going to be a lot of damage done in this fight by both fighters. You know, E-game could be a little bit more active, but I tell you, man, Calvin can throw, Lou. And it's weird. Calvin's one of these guys that, I don't know, he's basically like a bouncer in Boston, the new Dana or something, right? And I remember he came in, and he was all hyped. He was on a Boston card. And I was like, man, this guy is not good. He's just, like, getting really hyped, and he's cool because he's from Boston, and people like him, and he wants to throw. And, you know, he was okay, but he really has been on a roll, Lou. I got to give him something. I know I'm not going to overreact as far as the Stevens win, but you got to, you know, it's weird how some of these dudes suddenly get good at 30 or something, Lou. You know what I mean? Let's not take anything away from Calvin Cater. The dude is a uh, is lethal, and he's a warrior. In fact, what, what I won't do is not try and discredit him in any way, shape, or form, but what I will point out is if you're going to get ready to fight a guy like that, who's the best guy you could possibly prepare for? Well, give me a 155-pound guy that not only strikes with his hands but strikes with his feet and bring him yeah. down to 145 and make me go against him to prepare for Cater. And that's exactly what happened with Dan Ige with Edson Barboza. No one could have prepared Ige better for this fight than that Edson Barboza fight. Lou, gamblu.com. Great breakdown, uh, Lou. Excellent insight, sir. Thank you very much uh, for taking the time to be with us. We'll catch up with you. Um, you know what? There's so many. It's, it's crazy. Like now that um, now that sports are back, Lou, we gotta you gotta start yeah. uh, capping some NHL we'll soon. And it, yeah, exactly. And Hockey's in a few weeks, buddy. <laughs> I am so excited for hockey. I'm about to wet my pants. I hate to say that. <laughs> Me too, Lou. You better get better get some depends. Yeah, get some depends. <laughs> I am fired uh, up over hockey. I just can't believe it, and I'm so happy they did this Canada thing. I got nothing but positive, great things to say about that whole deal. Listen, Joey Odessa will join us on Friday. We're going to get to the UFC. But before we get you out of here, there's so many. This card was not easy, Lou. 
And I'm glad you're able to join us. I put some work in. There's a lot of stuff going on. I was in the basketball tournament, MLS soccer. There's a lot of sports going on right now. But I haven't even uh, I haven't even approached Saturday's card yet, uh, Lou. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, what, any have you taken a sneak peek yet? Yeah, there there's opportunity on Saturday's card, and the biggest opportunity is to sit and wait and be patient and let all the people that don't normally bet this sport come into it and start betting it on Saturday, the day of the fight, after they've had their brains beat out these last two cards, and then maybe play against some of that flow. I will say that the, the co-main event, Gastelum and Hermanson, is going to be a great fight, and we're going to know early who's going to win that fight based on how the first round goes. Hermanson needs to be a bully. Gastelum needs to take it late. I do like Kelvin Gastelum in the fight. He opened 130. He's down to... Uh, pick them right now, but it's early, and who knows what can happen in a whole week. Lou, com. Great stuff as always, Lou. Thank you very much for taking the time to be with us. Thanks for having me, guys. Good luck, everybody. There's uh, Lou, Gamblu.com. All right, we'll get down to business uh, right wow. now. So here's, uh, here's what I'm going to roll the dice on. I'm going to take uh, Flash Gordon here at minus 148. So we're going to lay the price uh, with Gordon. We're also going to lay the price uh, with uh, Bukakis uh, here, minus uh, 190. We're basically playing some favorites. We're going with Gordon, Bukakis, Ramos, Tim Elliott. And with all due respect, I like Danny Gia as well. I, I think you know he's, he's a good fighter. He's a tough dude. Uh, but I think it's a bad matchup for him. He just fought before. He got into a battle. He got into a war. He didn't really even win the fight. He was lucky to win that fight. And I think Calvin's going to tag him a few times and hurt him along the way. So we're going to play that uh, parlay. So we'll play Gordon, uh, Bukaskis, Ramos, Elliott, and uh, Qatar, Al-Hassan, and a shore parlay at minus 110. Get a little piece in the parlay. Uh, get the night uh, going here. Qatar, Al-Hassan, and a shore parlay is minus 110. So to recap, we'll go with uh, Gordon, minus 148. Bukaskis, uh, minus 190. Ramos minus 162, Elliott minus 126, Qatar Al-Hassan at a short parlay. Now, we've got some totals here. We've got a couple of added plays we're going to add, but we're going to play this Phillips and um, Phillips and Shymouth, uh under. This is the one where they got the, the white Mike Tyson dude who's going to be looking for a knockout. All of his fights last like a minute only against like a Russian dude that's looking to sub you, and his fights always last only like a couple of minutes. So someone's getting subbed or someone's getting stretched. One or the other, I don't care. Uh, as long as it goes under one and a half. Someone's getting stretched. Yeah. I love that. That's great. Yeah. Al, Al Hassan and Lezez under. Al Hassan and Lezez under one and a half. Uh, rounds is minus 194, but it's not going to last this fight either. This fight, both these dudes, someone's getting knocked out here too. Bukaskis and uh, Mikolitis, I think it's going to go over the number. I think the number's too low at one and a half. I actually like this one a lot. I think that's going to be a longer fight. And then Gordon and Fishgold, I got going over two and a half rounds at uh, plus 116. So um, as far as, yeah, I'm going to jump in on McCann. I'm going to jump in on the chick that Buddy met at the airport, uh, Delbina. She's got a big size advantage. So I'm, I jumped in on her, and I'm going to take McCann as well, uh, Ken. <laughs> I love it. The chick who Buddy met at the airport. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm on uh, – I, I got to be honest with you, Gabe. Like, Tim Elliott's a guy that I like. Uh, I don't like the fact that the, the odds have gone up, but I'm still going to bet him. It's a, sometimes, you know, it's bad that you want to cheer for somebody in a fight. Uh, it's, it's all about us making money, but I think you should be able to get it done. I'm going to ride your guys' wave with Molly McCann, and uh, I don't know what to do with this uh, Iggy Qatar fight, man. It's a... Uh, it's going to be fun. It's hard. Like, Qatar, you like Qatar, right? And Lou, Lou likes the dog. But, man, he's, he's almost a three-to-one favorite, Marenzi. That's a, that's a tough – that's – like, I want to take the you dog. You got to put it in parlays. In it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I, I don't know what I'm going to do be, with that fight. I think it'll be the fight of the night. Oftentimes, like, the main event won't be great or it's not a great matchup. But stylistically, this is a really good matchup. Like, this card, let's be real. I mean – yeah, I mean, like we've we've got you know this it's not this isn't a top tier card uh, that we've got here, but 
It's a great main event in a sense that, you know, I'm not talking about who belts and all that type of crap, but basically you got to do it for Boston. It's just look in the box and knock your head off. And he's very direct. He's almost like a modern uh, version. You remember uh, you met him too. He was actually one of the craziest. He was very crazy that night. He said a lot of crazy things. Remember, like we had to take the mic away from him. The uh, the Irish hand grenade, Marcus Davis. No. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> You're right. I remember you. Like we've had like a million drinks. You're just like slowly like sorry hand grenade. You can't talk anymore. Dude, it was for him. It was for his own good. Exactly. He's talking he about UFC them. fighters. He's like, oh, I hope that guy gets AIDS and dies. He goes, oh, I'll, he goes, oh, I'll beat him and his mother up. Like he's like talking. Yeah. And even other UFC fighters were there, and they were like leaning over to me, and they were like, "Bro, man," they were like, "This guy's crazy." Hey, just for the record, they're like, "Watch out!" Like he's nuts. And everyone was like, "All right, Marcus, I think you should stop like talking." Like, yeah. Like you said, I was trying to pull the mic away from him slowly. I'm like, all right, come on. Oh yeah, yeah. He was. He's a character, but he used yeah, to just show up and want to fight. But uh, you know, Calvin Cater, like he's a guy. He's not like a well-rounded mixed martial arts like that. You know, I, I know he runs a school, but he basically won. He's very just aggressive, and so is the opponent. And the thing is, he did get hit a lot. So it's, it's, it's probably going to be the fight of the night. It's going to be a lot of, you know, it'll be a fun night. They're both going to go back and forth. But I just think Calvin hits him harder and creates some more damage. He's favored for a reason. He, he's, 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 favored, he's favored for a reason. So the NASCAR All-Star race goes off the board at 7-2, yeah. Cam. Who are you, who you taking? Yeah, there's two of them, right, Gabe? There's the, the smaller one and the, the big one is 8-30. In that one, it's crazy. Like, we talk about Kyle Busch again, and he's like in the four. Like, you can't bet. Like, what the hell is going on? Like, I don't even know. Like, you're watching these races, Gabe. It's like, you know, other than the crash, like, this guy's not even getting close. I don't know. I, I, I have no idea what to do. Hamlin, like, he seems to be a guy to go to. I, I kind of want to pick somebody different. I don't think we're going to have a Cole Custer uh, again. Like, that that was crazy, a 250 to 1. But I don't know, buddy. What about Hamlin? He seems like a guy that's there all the time. He's pretty consistent. I'm going to look at it again. But uh, I was asking what you what you like in that uh, NASCAR. I'm going to take Brad Koslowski. I'm going to take Brad Koslowski at plus 850. Uh, to, to win this all-star race. Yeah. I think it's going to come down to either Harvick or Koslowski. They're racing for a million dollars. Um, you know, it's going to be really cool. Actually. I look forward to seeing this is um, it's like uh, they've added, uh, it's like disco night or something. Like basically <laughs> they've added lights under the car. Uh, oh, that's awesome. Like, cause it's, yeah, yeah. It's an all-star. They want to have some fun with it. So the cars are going to be lit up. It's a very, of course, a very Fox type thing. Right? <laughs> it is, but I'm down with it. The cars, In today's uh, world, we need it. No, they're just trying to entertain. Um, they're, they're just, uh, they're just trying to entertain. So yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. The drivers actually like it. They think the cars look really cool with these lights. All right, game time decision continues. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Continues. I am Marenzi. The countdown is on UFC Fight Night uh, from Abu Dhabi and Yaz Island. We've got NASCAR from Bristol, Tennessee, and they're putting 30,000 people in the stadium uh, tonight for one reason uh, or another. Uh, we're going to get into the golf uh, picks. We've got MLS soccer that we'll get to. So let's let's just get to the NASCAR a little bit uh, right now yeah. uh, as far as uh, tonight's uh, race is concerned. I do like Kislowski. I think there's good value. With him at plus 850, we should note that the real all-star race starts at 830. So, you know, yes. you've got your sort of 
the the open is to qualify to get in for some other drivers to get into the all-star race. You know who won the all-star race last year? He's not here tonight. And you know what? It'll 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 settle in more how much his life sucks tonight because he'll remember, oh God, I won this race last year. Is Kyle Larson. Right? She got fired. Yeah, Kyle Larson yeah. won last year's uh, all-star uh, race. One thing about like other sports cam and all-star games, they take this seriously. Like this is this is this is like for real. It's a million dollars, bro. It's huge. Like it's like the it's, basketball yeah, tournament dollars. game last night. You saw it. Yeah. How emotional those guys got at sideline cancer, like on the ground crying. I would too, man. They're playing for for cancer. They're playing for their buddies. You work that hard to lose. And the, the thing is, Gabe, when we talk about this stuff, it's not that was heartbreaking. Yeah, covered. It was no, no. I'm not even talking about like covering or everything. I'm just talking about life for a sec. It's not like a golf tournament. Say, Marenzi, you come in 52nd, I come in 61st. We both make the cut and get a paycheck. You go from a million to nothing. They get nothing. That is the worst feeling when you work your all the way up to that to nothing, man. That sucks. Uh, it's unbelievable. I was, yeah, we'll get into that in the, in the next hour of the program a little bit. You know, Brad Koslowski's never won an all-star race uh, before either. I actually like that. I think he's going to be hungry uh, to get it done. I'm feeling it. Plus 850. We're pulling the trigger. Brad Koslowski. He runs well, too, uh, at Bristol, Cam. Uh, you know, he's won three times here before. He's laid 812 laps over 21 career starts here. Brad Koslowski wins the All-Star Race. Bagels and bad beats. Never being a camp fan, but I will tell you, the officials never gave him the benefit of the doubt. He would get crushed and there wouldn't be any penalty flags for late hits. So, you know, welcome to the real-world Patriots from that standpoint. The Sports Grid Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ever wondered how a book gets made into a movie? Or how to master the art of cooking? Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast, I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. On our podcast, we're going to be serving you a fresh perspective of the entertainment industry alongside our favorite celebrity guests. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon.